It was Alfred Ackley who said, I am happy in the service of the king. I am happy, oh so happy. I have peace and joy that nothing else can bring. I am happy in the service of the king. In the service of the king, every talent I will bring. I have peace and joy and blessings in the service of the king. I join along with him and I say that me too, I am happy in the service of the king. And I believe that you too are happy in the service of the king. Good morning. May God bless you this morning as we look into his word and learn a little more from his word. We are looking at spiritual gifts. We reached to gifted men. We looked at the apostles. We are looking at the prophet. Last morning, we said that the prophet, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, would be that of the apostle and the prophet. And they had three basic responsibilities. And they were to lay the foundation of the church. They were to receive and to declare the revelation of God's word. And they were to conform the word through signs, wonders, and miracles. That was their job. The scripture teaches that the second in the group of gifted men appointed was that of the prophet. Now, may I say to you that this appointment is different to those believers who had the gift of prophecy. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 10, he says, and to another, the walking of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongue, to another the interpretation of tongue. Now, not all such believers could be called prophets. It would seem that the office of the prophet was exclusively for work within the local congregation. It would also seem that the apostleship was a much broader ministry, not confined to any one area. Now, the word apostolos is one who is sent on a mission. Paul, for example, is referred to as a prophet when he ministered locally in the church in Antioch. In Acts, the 13th chapter, and reading from verse 1, Now there was in the church that was at Antioch, certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius and Cyrene and Manion, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Mm. Elsewhere, he's always referred to as an apostle. Yes, there he's referred to as the prophet, but elsewhere he's referred to as an apostle. The prophet sometimes spoke revelation from God. Acts 11, verse 21 to 38. If you read it, you would see that. Acts chapter 11, verse 21 to verse 38. Let me just read a little for you. And at the hand of the Lord was with them, and great multitude believed, and they turned unto the Lord. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church which were at Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas that he would go as far as Antioch, who, when he came and he had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all with purpose of heart 
that they would cleave unto the Lord. Mm. What a word. What a word. Acts chapter number 11, 21 to 28. Now the prophets other times just simply expounded revelation. Time wouldn't permit me to read all of the scriptures, so I'm just touching here and there and letting you know where it is. In chapter 13, verse 1, the prophet other times just simply expounded the scriptures. I read that for you just now, a while ago from Acts chapter 13. But may I say to you, the prophet always spoke for God, but did not always give a new revelation or a new message from God. Let me repeat that. The prophet always spoke for God, but did not always give a new revelation or a new message from God. The prophets were secondary to the apostles. The message of the prophet was to be judged by the apostles. Notice, when the prophet would give a message, the apostles are the ones that would judge the message that the prophet gave. I wonder, I wonder why that was so important that the message would be judged by the apostles. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 37, the scripture says, If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. Mm. The apostle message was more general and doctrinal. The prophet message was more personal and practical. I will carefully explain that it is my belief that the office of the prophet in the true sense of the word as foreteller has ceased. Why? Because the gift of prophecy failed when the word of God was completed in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse number 8. The scripture said, Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall cease. Whether there be tongues, they too shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. Now, I want to be very careful as I share with you in these devotions. I want you to know that I do not have a position to defend. I'm just trying to share with you what I believe that the Holy Spirit of God has just laid on my heart and shared with me that I have shared with the church that he has called me to pastor based on what I have seen in his word. In Revelation chapter 22 and in verse number 18, the scripture says, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. The office of the apostle and that of the prophet are vitally linked to the written word of God. Vitally linked to the written word of God. The gospel is made manifest by the revelation of the prophets. Read about it in Romans 16, 25 to 26 and Ephesians 3, 5. As believers, we are instructed to be mindful to the words spoken before by the holy prophets and the commandments of the apostles. 
Peter reminded us in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse number 2 and in Jude 17. The Lord Church was built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. I thank God for the life and the ministry of the apostles and prophets. They are the ones who did the conventional work and foundational work. When they put it all together by laying it out, when the foundation was all laid, the work of continuing to build became that of the evangelist, the pastor teacher, and the teachers. This is to be continued until Jesus Christ returns. I thank God for every minister back then, and I thank God for every minister now. What we are called upon to do is to preach the word, not look for any special titles, but just to humble ourselves and preach and teach the word of God. Father, thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, that we can learn from your word. Thank you that you aid us with the Holy Spirit. Oh, that would teach us your word. Help us to be humble and help us to serve you from the depths of our heart with our intention to glorify you and for us not to be seen or even heard. We love you, we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Do have a great day. Next morning, we will look at the ministry of the evangelist as God's gift to a dying world.